So I'm sitting down with Cody, vocalist, and David, guitar player and vocalist of From Life Upon Liars. And these guys have a new album coming out on the way and a release show coming up at The Shredder on Saturday. We'll get to that in a minute. But let's chat about the band for a minute. First of all, welcome in, guys. What's up? Thank you. And uh, how do you guys get together? Like, how did this become a thing? Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a good question. That's the story right there. So it started, like, I randomly came up with the name just by typing out initials. And LOL just sounded funny to me because SpongeBob. La, 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 la. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I started out writing out names, and Life Pond Liars came to be. And then basically just started finding people and found Seth, found Paul, uh, found David, just through everyone basically saying hello. And then, then we have Dustin right now as well, too. And it's been a progress of time, though. That's really been the big thing. It's been like four years in the making of building ourselves. Yeah, it's been like a weird way of like finding each other. Like I was on Facebook just scrolling through my feed and uh, I actually noticed Cody on the people you may know. So I just hit on his profile and it showed on his um, thing that he was looking for a guitarist. So I was just like, you know, what kind of band is this? You know, like I've never heard of you guys. So, you know, what do you guys have? And so I actually <laughs> dropped out from uh, work one day and went to one of their practices. It was just Seth, Paul, and Cody just thrashing away at a song that didn't really make sense to me at the time, but I was just like, all right, cool, these guys have potential, you know, and I thought that was pretty pretty sweet, so I definitely took advantage of that, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll join you guys, and so we just started playing, that's how I joined the band anyway, so Dustin just really happened was. to be a friend of, of Seth's, and, you know, and just a talented, like, musician all around, crazy guitar player who's just like, yeah, I'll just play with you guys he's you got know, energy like, for days he's crazy he never stops yeah he's he's unreal so but yeah we just find each other in awkward ways so it's just it was like meant to be in a weird way so instead of trolling for dates and the people you may know you were trolling for a band i guess so <laughs> man i don't know i'm married so it's like one of those things i don't know <laughs> okay so i'll get you in trouble i was looking for guys <laughs> <laughs> my people you may know used to be it was like all attractive females and now it's all dudes and bands just because of, <laughs> you know, all the local yeah, stuff dude. that we do yeah exactly yeah i've always been in that because i was with a therapist for a little bit so you know like bands always pop up everywhere you know and it, that guy was just on and i saw his picture i was like yeah that looks cool you know like of course every band guy's got to have the super sweet you know band picture of them playing on stage so Woo. it always makes it more interesting so that's i guess that's what captured it i was like oh this guy plays music i do too cool you know? yeah i do the same thing i'm always holding like a microphone looking cool yeah you exactly yeah stuff. you like try to make yourself look way cooler than you really are i don't know that's <laughs> how i feel i'm like man i look way cooler in this picture than i really am in real life anytime i get a shot on stage it's game over yeah <laughs> you're like it's on <laughs> so as far as uh influences both musically and and otherwise too uh what would you say are some of your biggest ones go man. for it you, you so start off for me big ones like if i go past wise of course slipknot i love slipknot as when i was younger because it was for me, like, I didn't know what metal was. I didn't really pay too much attention to, like, the classic rock back then. I listened to it, but I just didn't care. Then when I found out about Slipknot, then I found out Breaking Benjamin. Then all of a sudden, people were like, hey, check out this band. Like, started listening to, like, Silverstein, Ice Nine Kills, Dayseeker. Um, and then I started, like, finding a lot of smaller bands. And, then, like, those smaller bands were a lot more fun. Like, I found Years From Now, which was members from We Were Giants, old band and stuff like that and like then boom that's when i started like jumping into the, the local scene and started building friendships out of that and then i was just like i want to be part of this and it took fold there and now i have a lot of idols in music that 
follow and everything, and it's beautiful. And some that you've met, right? I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, like. Craig, Mabbitt, Skate Fate. Um, gosh, Dayseeker, Rory. <clears throat> yeah, he's... The like, list goes on, honestly. Like, I can talk for hours about it. So Shane Told from Silverstein. Like, I've built even some friendships with some of those kind of bands, too, and everything, and it's been kind of a roller coaster the more and more that you actually get in tune with those kind of bands. As weird as this to say, like, I started out listening to, like, Green Day and Blink-182, and metal, like, wasn't even in my book of things to do. I learned guitar um, <clears throat> playing, like, Green Day songs. Um, I learned how to sing singing along to Green Day songs. And growing up, when I learned how to start playing guitar, I started listening to what got me into, like, harder stuff was actually Metallica. As weird as that sounds, um, you know, I actually liked their St. Anger album that everybody hated. <laughs> Literally everybody. Like, I don't understand why everybody hated it so much. Yeah, the snare sounds like it's in a trash can, but it's so raw and amazing. And that's what really started me into metal. You know, I'd buy, like tab books you know metallica tab books and get into it and then one day my buddy and i were just skating around when i was like 15 and he's like hey my friend said that he's going to the show you want to go with us and boom i go it's at the knitting factory and asking alexandria is playing and i literally have never heard of him before in my life and that is like the official day i started like getting into that type of music and you know, my main inspirations for, like, writing my own music is probably, like, you know, We Came as Romans. And, um, like Cody said, Dayseeker is really huge on the inspiration, you know. But I'd probably say, like, my main inspiration is, like, We Came as Romans. And even, like, A Day to Remember, as cliche as that sounds, they are, like, one of the most phenomenal writers I've ever heard in my life. So those are, like, my main inspirations probably. So Yeah, no, they're great writers and they're great performers too. Unbelievable. One of the best live shows I've seen. Just yeah. the, it's not like over the top pyrotechnics that kind of stuff, but it's just the the antics they do. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. The way they get the man. crowd involved. They were shooting T-shirts out of like guns or something. I don't even know, man. When oh, I yeah. saw them, like it was just like, what is this? I never seen like anything like it, man. Yeah, one of the coolest things I saw was the crowd surfer on a crowd surfer. Do you ever see that one? Oh, they have no, yeah, the surfboard where like one person's like basically a surfboard yep. and the other person's standing above it. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite parts too. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen, seen that one yet, uh, you need to see that one. No, no that's it's pretty amazing. See who can get to the front. That's crazy. Yeah, they did it at the show they played with Avenged Sevenfold. All of a sudden, one of our techs from the station was, I see him up on the, I think he was a surfboard. He might have been one of the guys. I was like, wait, that's Kelton. So I had to go over there and take pictures of it because I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But the way they interact with the crowd, and just, I don't know. They're great. So Yeah, they have the energy that we're striving to uh, you know, obtain while still trying to perform the music the best way possible. <laughs> totally. Yeah, they're just like, they have that experience, I would probably say. And if you could describe Life Upon Liars in three words that isn't Life Upon Liars, what would those words be? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that isn't Life Upon Liars? <laughs> Dang uh, it. That was my answer. Crazy. Well, we got crazy members. That's why I'm saying crazy. Um, I was thinking about Paul in that category. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I would, I don't gosh. know. Three words. I'd say ambitious. Five cool dudes. There, there you go. go. There we go. Shout out to those guys, too. They, they can't actually be here. And so this part is where I'm going to ask just completely random rapid-fire questions. This is kind of like get to know you guys a little better, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, you can't. Like, you can speak for the other dudes if you want, but as far as the two of you, Xbox or PS4? Xbox. PS4. Oh, you suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I cannot oh, man. I can't believe you said that on the radio. Oh, what? <laughs> That's embarrassing. That was, a perfect, that was the exact response I wanted. Uh, most underrated band right now. Oh, my God. Mm. 
Ariana Grande. No, I'm just joking. That's like out right now. Yeah, I'm going to edit that part up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just current under. It can be a, I mean, it doesn't have to be an up and comer. It can be a, you know, band that's been around for a while. Up and coming. Invent, animate, for sure. Invent, animate, all the way. Nice. They're the most underrated, hardcore, technical band out there that's like not too, like, you can't understand what the hell's going on, you know? Like, totally. they're like technical melodic like it's phenomenal dude like it's just unreal like they're unreal musicians nice. two albums of just pure awesomeness they're like north lane but no, they're 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 that that style of band like north lane but like the old school north lane that was awesome for I sure i go with day seeker to be honest yeah they're definitely like, day the energy well. just like the way he sounds live blows oh he's phenomenal even, yeah. he sounds just like he does on the record it's unbelievable if not better and yeah. like it's the, the writing everything that the band does for themselves like it surprises me from where they're at where i believe that they should be like they yeah. should be oh the my god like, they should be so far ahead and, for what they are and playing even with them in october was incredible that was a, like a treat in our opinion i was like fangirling super hardcore and I oh seriously it was pretty bad i <laughs> i think i i like talked rory's ear off for like a good 45 minutes yeah like, it took a while to like get i couldn't i couldn't him. like i couldn't like i don't know he's like like i said he's like one of my main inspirations too and if i was like to realistically play a show with a bigger band they were the one i wanted to and it was so weird how like i had said that like uh, literally a month before we had that show like it would be unbelievable like if i got to play with day seeker you know and then boom cody's like guess hey, what, guess what dude? we're, we're gonna open nice. for day seeker you know it was like unbelievable moment probably like a big highlight you know for, they're so underrated and that's how we find exclusive bands just like that potential yeah. future exclusive bands uh biggest netflix addiction mm, stranger things Oh, office dude i i can't like i like it's on netflix it's not a netflix show i know but it's like the only thing i can watch like i can't watch anything else honestly favorite guilty pleasure song man oh man like something like Is that it's like an awkward listen that you no one would expect yep yeah i'm bringing it up right now because i'm gonna say ariana grande no, you're not. <laughs> i am actually uh bad idea by ariana grande for me i'm not even joking that song is like addicting to me. I've been nothing but an addict for it. If it makes you feel better, I just watched Lady Gaga's documentary on Netflix recently. After I heard it was amazing. Yeah, I watched The Star Is Born, right? So I was like, you know what? And I never really cared for her before, but after watching her performance and that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check this out now. And it was actually really good. She's I'll a pretty amazing. Probably pull it up tonight. Yeah, I would probably say like uh, Fall Out Boy for sure, because they're so like poppy and like crazy like out of from what i don't do like i would say the whole album from under the cork tree was like unbelievable who's the most organized in the band honestly i'm gonna say david probably me <laughs> just <laughs> honestly like I, yeah i think i think in a subconscious way i like tug everybody in the right direction you know not on purpose but it just happens that way he's very organized like he has a full schedule like laid out has that's a computer every band has to have one you know, every band has to have somebody. If you don't, there's just chaos all around. Yeah. yeah. I guess that being said, let's talk about the album for a minute. You have a new debut album on the way. Um, where did you record, first of all, and then what was that process like for you guys? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, we recorded at my house, and the whole process so far, um, you know, I've I've basically done a lot of the leg work, but, like, with having the minds of everybody else. He's been a machine. Um, I've I basically like done all the drums and the bass and 
I've recorded like n- probably 85% of the guitars, and right now we're working on recording vocals. Vocals. And it is literally like 900 degrees in that room. Yeah, it's hard It's hard to record vocals with like jumping around in a small room, you know, like it, it can get a little hot in there. But I mean, the process has been pretty fun and also aggravating at a lot of points, to be honest, you know. I'm good at it's that probably part. like one of the most irritating things I've endured in my life for sure. As much as I love making music, this whole aspect of it is not as easy as it looks. So how's it gonna feel when the album's out and it's oh over my with? God, man, my I, you have no you have no idea how much free time I'm gonna have. Like I'm not even gonna know what to do with myself anymore because I spent months like just night after night after night after night. Like day every day off I have like working on this. Get a Snapchat like, at like three AM all of a sudden it's like check this out. Yeah, I literally like will send Snapchats out at like three in the morning after I finish tracking guitars for a song. You know, like he doesn't I, I like I in this I've tried to leave no stone unturned, you know, because I don't want to put something out that could be looked at as subpar. So when it's out how many times do you go back and listen to it again and go nuts over it? Or do you just, it's out and you're done, you don't have to worry about it anymore? I don't know, man. I'll probably, like, personally, I'll probably listen through the whole album one time, you know, after, like, going through it so much. You know, I've literally, I listen to the songs every day. Like, I, you know, like, I put the songs together. We put these songs together, you know. It's like they, in our book, like, they are there. Like, and at this point... We've heard everything we've needed to hear. And our problem thus far is that other people haven't been able to hear everything that we've done. Um, you know, we've only released two songs ever, you know, and and all the songs we play at our shows have been, like, not anything anybody's ever heard. Um, you know, and this will be a change for the matter. You know, have people actually know what they're listening to and have something they can relate to and so much more. Um, you know, that's kind of our goal with this whole thing. But I mean, yeah, honestly, I'll, I might, it just depends on how I feel. Like I've just heard it so many times that I'll probably run through the whole album when, when it drops and, and that might be the last time I ever listened to it. Or it might just, you know, I might keep listening to it. It just depends. You know, yeah. I, music is based off of emotion for me. I don't know about you, but no, it's the same you know way. how I feel, but obviously like, I my main reason is to get this so people, you know, can relate to the music and have other people listen to it, not necessarily me. I like the playing part of it, you know. And so speaking of the songs, we've played, you know, Setting Stones and Find Your Place on the station. Do those songs portray what will be on the album? Or a little yeah. different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I mean we actually have a couple of more uh I don't know what to say, like I don't wanna say like poppy but like more i'd say like a pop punk like, kind of yeah pop punk alternative metalcore. feel with our still our same like hard style to it but that will branch out to more people than you know just our hardcore you know center you know like yeah we're like a metalcore band and we're a little bit harder but we have a couple of songs that people from different areas you know it could pertain to different it's gonna bring a big diversity to our music and especially to show the scene that you know we're not just one dimensional within our but as far as like those two songs go i mean hell yeah like they definitely portray and if not i mean we have even harder songs on the album not like 
hard as in like super dark core but like you know definitely more intricate stuff so stuff people are going to be surprised with honestly yeah (laughs) yeah well with that said too we have the debut tonight on the show and then we'll do another one on thursday night from the album and then of course with the release of an album there's going to be a release show right yeah oh yeah yeah that'll be the saturday so saturday at the shredder with living a false eyes Fata Leroy for Scythia and Separating the Seas, right? Those are the guys we're on tour with. We actually played our first show with them last February. And later on down the road, like a few months later, all of a sudden they asked me again, they're like, hey, we're coming back to Boise with our friends and with insight from, uh, I think they're from Seattle, if I'm correct. But and they're like, yeah, do you guys want to play with us again? And we're like, dude, absolutely. So we jumped on board. And then um, as this time came around again, you know, I talked to them about, hey, we want to kind of go outside the box, bring you guys back, but also try to go to your guys' neck of the woods, too, and other places, too. Yeah, we've we've never toured or, you know, left Boise, really, for that matter, you know. And it's, you know, yeah, we've played the Nanny Factory. we played the Revolution. Like, we've we've done, like, a lot around here, and we would love to keep doing that. But we want to be able to branch out a little bit and get a feel for, you know, like what it is out there. You know, we planned on touring in the spring. A spring tour was like a goal. And, um, you know, it's I feel like until we started doing this album, it's been a little hard for us to keep a goal in mind. Um, You know, we just kind of like we're going with the flow, you know, Um, and and with that we actually hit like hey we're gonna do a spring tour and we made that a goal you know and we made an album we made it a goal to have an album out and you know tour in support of that so are you gonna play the whole album at the show yes front to back how many how many songs are on the album can you say 10 uh nine technically and then there's an intro so got it okay best way to get tickets to the show this saturday through the local bands but of yeah, course, through the local bands, are they are um, running very thin. Um, through the local bands or at the door at the night of the show if it doesn't sell out completely. So There's also a link on the Facebook page mm-hmm. uh, for brown paper tickets. They can actually purchase tickets online through there too. I know fees are never fun, but, I mean, if it absolutely comes down to that and it's the only thing necessary, you know, might as well just jump on board to get them in advance if you still can. And what's the best way to learn more and to get a hold of you guys? Uh, Facebook, Facebook, honestly, literally Facebook. any one of us, like or the the Life Upon Liars Facebook page, we literally, I like, we're so good at getting back to people. It's like, I don't know, we get notifications on our phone when people message us, so we're just like on it. So hit these guys up on Facebook, Life Upon Liars. Check out Living in False Eyes, Separating the Seas, Fatal Leroy for Scythia. Get your tickets to the show this Saturday at the Shredder. It's the album release party for Life Upon Liars' new album. Guys, thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. You're thanks, welcome, man. man. Thank you.